0: What's up? What's up? What's up? Welcome to another episode of Drop Balls Podcast. Your favorite podcast is favorite sports podcast. Yes, you heard me right. I said your favorite podcast is favorite sports podcast. Hope you all are having a good week so far. I know it's still a little early in the week, but we give it, we give you the episode a little bit early. But hope you all are having a good week so far. Hope you all have been able to enjoy uh, the start of the NBA season, been able to enjoy week seven of the NFL season. Um, If you watch hockey, hope you've been able to enjoy that as well. Um, But before we get into this episode, if you are listening on Apple Podcasts, please go ahead and leave your boy that five-star rating and leave your boy a comment. Let me know what you like, what you dislike, what you would like to hear on the show, what you would like me to talk about. If you have any questions, anything, anything, any of the above, Um, go ahead and leave your comments in the comment section. Leave your boy that five-star rating if you enjoy the show. And pass this along to your friends, your family, whoever you know that loves sports, loves listening to, to sports talk, loves watching sports, whatever whatever it may be. Pass it along to them. Um, but I got a dope episode for you all today. I got a guest today. Um, my guy Mike Patton from touring the AFC South. What's up, Mike? How you doing tonight, man?
1: Man, hey, doing just great. How you doing,
0: man? I'm good, man. Just just living, keep keeping it going, and everything. Hey, that's all we can do, right? For sure. <laughs> For sure. That's all we can do, man. That's all we can do. So uh, let everybody know a little bit about your show and when they can find you at and everything like that.
1: All right. Uh, my show is essentially talking everything AFC South, that'd be Jacksonville Jaguars, Indianapolis Colts, uh, Houston Texans, and Tennessee Titans. And, you know, hey, just uh, bringing different guests from different uh areas uh you know different things going on like lawyers sometimes like fancy football people like uh former players in the afc south just any and all people talking about the afc south and you know kind of mixing in a little bit of things outside of that as well of course you can find me on twitter at mike patten 82 and tour the afc south on all listening platforms
0: for sure for sure yeah and you mike puts out some dope stuff man um the last episode you put out with the uh with the attorney or paralegal
1: she's a she's a uh, aspiring lawyer
0: yeah so yeah, aspiring lawyer and um man that episode was dope because like she talked about a lot of different things especially within like the whole John Gruden stuff with the Raiders Washington football team because you know all that was a, a was ricochet ricochet shots from the Washington football team stuff that happened with John Gruden and then uh, talked a little bit about Deshaun Watson and everything. And I mean, Deshaun Watson, we already know what's going on with him lately, as far as everybody's talking about him being traded before that November 2nd deadline, you think it's going to happen?
1: Honestly, you know, I kind of get the feeling it might happen
0: to be honest.
1: Uh, But you know, whoever trades for him, they must have a lot of intel that he's not going to be suspended. Because if they're trading for him, he's more than likely going to end up
0: on the exempt list. And so that's what I've been thinking. Like, you know, because, I mean, they've been talking about the Miami Dolphins, talking about uh, the Carolina Panthers. I've thrown the Philadelphia Eagles into that because it's like you. Uh, but, like, if they're going to, tra- like you said, if they're going to trade for him, they got to have some type of intel saying that he's not going to be suspended, he's not getting put on the exempt list. Or whatever it may be, because I know that I guess the NFL is still investigating or is doing their investigation, but giving up whatever the Texans want for Deshaun Watson, when you have no idea what's going to happen to him is is very risky.
1: Very much, very much. Uh, I just don't I don't quite get it. You know, I see I've, I've talked to plenty of people about it. I just don't get it how you would trade for someone that you don't, you're not sure is going to play. It just doesn't, it doesn't make sense. And if it backfires on you, you just set back your team. You may as well fire the GM. You may as well fire the head coach as well.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, I know, I guess initially, like I guess it was towards the early, the early part of the season where the Dolphins were talking about trading for him. Um, they were putting like a bunch of different contingencies in there as far as if he did get put on the exempt list or whatever it may be, but these, I don't know if those things are still still an issue <laughs> for yeah. the Dolphins.
1: Yeah, boy, I don't know what to say about the Dolphins, but I will say this uh,
0: one thing about them.
1: Tua hasn't definitely uh, got the best hand dealt to him as trying to be the starting quarterback there.
0: Yeah, he, he hasn't for sure. I mean, like, you can tell, you can sense that they, and it's crazy because they drafted him, and then after they drafted him, it just seemed like they just didn't want him. It was like, we wasted a pick on you, but we don't want you. (laughs) And it's like, well, what are y'all doing? Because what was like the fourth overall pick or something like that they they got him for?
1: Honestly, I don't remember because, I mean, it just, you know. It was because they took him
0: right before the Chargers took Herbert. So I know it was like Mm -hmm. top 10. But it's like, how you draft a quarterback top 10 and then it's like, nah, I I don't want you. Like, y'all can, we're going to go get Deshaun Watson. (laughs)
1: Well, you know it was a you know it was a problem when they they uh, had Ryan Fitzpatrick starting over him, and they yeah. kept bringing him in like a relief pitcher in games. When yeah, that exactly. What well, when they signed him one, and then they started him, and then when they kept taking two out to put him back in, you knew it was a problem, and you knew it wasn't going to work out.
0: Exactly, and like these last two games from Tua, they haven't been like they haven't been bad. He hasn't played terribly. He's played solid. I mean, yeah, he makes some there's some plays in there where he's thrown some interceptions. Like what the hell are you throwing to or who are you throwing to? And it's like, what are you doing to it? But then, I mean, then you have like, what was it? Sunday when he was playing against Atlanta and he was trying to lead the comeback drive. He
2: right.
0: threw four touchdowns, two interceptions, had like, I think over 300 yards. So, I mean, it's like, what are we doing here?
1: <laughs> right. It just, I don't understand it, but, you know, hey, it is what it is. And, and like you uh, like you said, he, he throws some interception. Those are some YOLO plays, man.
0: Yeah, it, That's it, what they, they really <laughs> be like some YOLO plays because he just dropped back and just like somebody down there. <laughs> um, so the the Monday night game, Seattle Seahawks versus New Orleans Saints, Um, we all know Russell Wilson has been hurt, what, the past two weeks because he got hurt, um, was it, the Rams game. Right. so he didn't play against the Steelers, didn't play tonight against, um, against the the uh, Saints. And Geno Smith has come in in relief. And <laughs> every game, the Rams game, the Steelers game, and the Saints game, it's come down to Geno Smith with the ball in his hands, the final drive of the game, and he can't get it done. And it, it seems like they always stay on the opposite side of the field and they can never get it done. Either Geno turns the ball over, or he just gets sacked way too many times?
1: Well, He definitely definitely, uh, holds on to the football way too long. And, you know, he goes through his progressions, which you're supposed to as a quarterback. But eventually, if those progressions are not there, you need to take off and run or do something. You just can't just stand there. And, you know, not only that last possession, but the previous possession, he took a sack on third down and put them at, at a disadvantage making the field goal. You can't take that sack. You no, do
0: it. no. And you know, you don't have that much time back there. And like you said, you got to go through your progressions. But at some point in time, either you dump it off or you throw it out or you run. I mean, because Gino can run. He can run a little bit. So either you throw it out of bounds, you dump it off to your running back or you just take off. Like you got to you got to make that decision. But I mean, this is the same Gino we saw in New York, the same Gino we saw or with the Jets and then with the Giants. Um and you would think that something has changed by sitting behind uh Russell Wilson and you would think something had changed but it's still the same Geno Smith like he yeah, hasn't learned anything
1: you can change uniforms but you can't change who you are <laughs>
2: <laughs> that's
0: what that's the fact oh um, so now the Saints man like i i don't get it cuz they they honestly, I think the Saints could have beat them worse than what they did, but you have a bunch of bonehead penalties. You have Marshawn Lattimore that had, like, three unsportsmanlike conducts. Now, he shut down DK basically the whole game after that 84-yard bomb. He shut DK down pretty much, but then he kept drives alive because him and DK kept getting into it, and as we know, the second person always gets caught. That's right. So, like, what do the Saints need to do? Because, I mean, like, they had seven penalties for 90 yards tonight. And mm-hmm. I feel like you can't be that emotional. I mean, I get it, it's football. We both play football. Like you, you know, emotions get high sometimes, but you can't right. be that emotional to where you let a player get into your head or you retaliate. Like retaliate between the whistles.
3: Right,
1: right, exactly. You gotta get those little cheap shots in during during between the lines. That's what yeah. DK was doing.
0: Yeah, that's, that's what DK that's what was
1: doing. Wasn't doing.
0: Yeah, DK was like, <laughs> all right. I'm going to get my shots in in between the whistles. And then after the whistle blew, here come Marshawn Latimer with his cheap shots. And it's like, bro, you got to get them in between the whistles, man. I understand DK 6'4", like 230 pounds, but (laughs) you got to do them in between the whistles.
1: Well, one thing he can't do anymore because of the league rules, which would uh, be if he's standing there a You stand mm-hmm. in their pile. You can go ahead and get your cheap shot in, and knock them over the pile. Can't do that anymore. <laughs> yeah, and, uh, you can't do that anymore. No you it's,
0: get it's, you get flagged for that one, <laughs> right? But you're flagged for that. Yeah,
1: that, w- that would be a that would be a good good one to do. Or you know, you're blocking, try to try to push them into one of his teammates to do something other, you know, some stuff like that. But yeah, definitely too many penalties tonight. But I do like one thing that the Saints did tonight. What's that, that would be they got the ball to Kamara as often as possible. That yeah, they needs do. to
0: happen every single game. That is the that is the way to win if I'm a Saints, uh if I'm a Saints coach. Yeah, for sure. I uh man, I need a Kamara to score another touchdown. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I was tweeting. I was like, man, because when they got the ball back, they were like at the three or like five-yard line. I was like, I'll just hand this ball off to Kamara, let him go score again, or, or throw him like a little swing pass to the end zone. And just let them score again, because uh, you know I've been I've been betting lately since basketball started, and yeah, I needed Kamara to score another touchdown. I had this I had the Saints winning by four. They didn't do that, <laughs> and I had Kamara scoring two touchdowns because I figured they would be he would be able to do that against this this uh, Seahawks defense, who actually played pretty well tonight. They played a lot better than they have over the first what six games. Um, right. So, they put it together a little bit tonight, but I don't know if that's on the Saints or if that's on actual – their defense just looks better.
1: I'll, I'll say this. Some of that was on Traquan Smith because uh, Traquan Smith uh, missed a couple passes, hit him in his hands. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Callaway missed a couple. Uh, almost cost them uh, on their first – on one of their long drives for a field goal. Almost mm-hmm. cost them there getting out of bounds before getting the first down. Yeah. And uh, it just you – know, there was a lot going on with the Saints. Uh, I don't, I don't know what quite to feel about them, but I will say this, though. During the goal line, down there at the goal line, they did miss uh, Taysom Hill because Taysom Hill, you can run the uh, RPO with him, and that would have got Albert Kamara in, in the end
3: zone.
0: Yeah, because you you with Taysom Hill, you have to account for him as a runner. You don't really have to do that with Geno Smith – or not Geno Smith, but with uh, Jameis Winston. You don't really have to account for him as a runner. But with Taysom Hill, you have to account for his ability to run the ball and kind of pass the ball. I mean, he ain't the best passer, but I, he can get like a little five-yard, you know, whatever, um, into man, the end zone.
1: Man, I, I mean, no disrespect when I say this, Saints fans, <laughs> but, uh, you know, Payson Hill throws it better in, in the pros than he did in college because in college, he couldn't hit the broad side of a ball. Yeah. I mean, he just couldn't do it. You know, <laughs> in, in the pros, a little better. But
0: he still cannot be trusted to throw the football. You know? Nah, he he can't. He can't, he can't at all. But nah, they definitely did miss him down there in the goal line today and uh or tonight. And I don't know, man. It I don't I'm glad the Saints won. This is the first time I actually picked them and they won. Cause every time I pick them before, they lose the game. <laughs> and so <laughs> this is the first time I actually picked them and they actually won the game. So I'm, I'm happy about that. Um, so, you know, Sunday night, we had the Colts, my team versus your 49ers and a torrential downpour, which was, yeah. it was an ugly game. It was an ugly game all across the board. Um, Colts came out victorious. My boys finally pulling through a little bit, still keep getting injured every, every week, somebody going down with an injury. But, um, what do you think about that game? What'd you think about your 49ers, Jimmy Garoppolo, all of that?
1: All right. As far as uh, Jimmy Garoppolo, I love the first drive. The first drive, a lot of misdirection because, like the announcers were saying, mm-hmm. uh, the Colts are very disciplined. They're very fast flow defense. You, you misdirection things like that. That was working fine. Yeah. Then it seemed like the rest of the game went away from it, except for one drive. And I'm like, okay, what's going on here? Why and that's the drive when they scored, right?
0: What's that? I said that was the drive that they scored, right? The one drive they went back to the misdirection. Right. And, and,
1: yeah. Right. And I can't understand. To me, I, what I would have done is I would have played. I would have made, you know, counters off of the misdirection. Like mm-hmm. sometimes actually giving them that, that exact play and then go back to the misdirection because then you're kind of throwing them off. But yeah. for some reason, I don't know what was going on. The second half, after that first drive, just couldn't get any type of rhythm. Uh, Jimmy G sometimes throwing it into the, the coverage, and I'm like, okay, why? But, you know, I, I think Trey Lance could have helped the, the 49ers in this game, uh, especially when getting close to the goal line a couple of times. Could have definitely used him. But, I mean, it is what it is. Uh, I, I think Jimmy G is biting time, to be honest. Yeah. Uh, eventually, Trey Lance is going to be the guy. Uh, yeah. Even though, even though Shanahan is not going to tip his hand on that and say that, I think he eventually <laughs> will be the guy But. You know, just gotta have a better game plan offensively. I know it's hard to make a game plan and it's rich or down for, but both teams are playing in it, and I'm pretty sure the Colts threw the football some too.
0: Yeah, I mean we we saw the Colts throw. We saw Carson Wentz throw the ball at least 20 yards downfield on a couple drives and get PI uh, calls. We saw that right. happen a couple times. Oh, e- even at if least, the ball at least was underthrown.
1: Huh? That leads me to another point. <laughs> okay. Let me let me say this let me just say this about Emmanuel Mosley. I've watched Emmanuel Mosley when he was in college at University of Tennessee. Mm-hmm. So I knew exactly who he was when he, <laughs> served, when he showed up on the 49ers roster. The first thing I thought was, can he really cover? Because in at Tennessee, he would get holding or pass interference calls <laughs> all the time because he would never look back for the football. True enough, what happens now? Still doesn't look back for the football. <laughs> K1 Williams not looking back for the football. Tart not looking back for the football. Can you see a sense of theme going on here? Yeah. So I yes. kind of wonder in my mind, what are they doing in practice to where they can't turn around and find the football? Are they not? Are, you know, I just don't understand it. It happened. It's happened two games in a row that I've watched. I mean, yeah. The, the, kind of the primetime games or the games that were on, you know, TV. And it's just frustrating to watch that. You know, as a defensive back, I play defensive back in college. I'm not not professing to be the best defensive back. I play mostly (laughs) special teams. I know that. That's what I did. But the thing is, if you're on a receiver, if you're right there, and you're right there by him, and you're even, or if you're running and the receiver starts to turn around and, and he's looking for the ball, why don't you turn around and look, too? If I, would you turn turn, I would turn and, my head. <laughs> if you turn around and accidentally bump into him, the referee's not going to make the call because you're making a play on the ball. That's that uh, every time. And I'm sitting there in my mind like, why they not got this yet? I mean, every play, they are chucking it on third down. And, and honestly, the last play with uh, Drake or Patrick,
3: mm-hmm.
0: I mean,
1: honestly, he coming in cold off the bench. So I, I can't really give him too much black.
0: Yeah, but, but I mean that's what you do. You attack the the newbie. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He
1: was coming in right off, the, right off the bench, and when that happened, I was like, they're gonna go with him. Sure <laughs> enough, what happened? I, I knew it was coming. I just didn't know when, but I knew it was coming.
0: Yeah, I, uh, and I mean some of them, some of them, I guess is kind of hard too because like where. It, you throwing a wet ball, so it's not going to go as far. Especially with all that wind that was going yesterday, so it's not going to go as far. And then you have the receiver turning around to try to go back towards the ball, and you still trying to like run, run with him. And he turns around, like on stop, stops on a dime and tries to turn around and go back towards the ball. And then they call pi on you, like that. That is hard to it's hard to cover in that. Like it,
1: it is, but even but watching it, I slow it. Then slow it down, but. I watched it and he turns around and they run back like two or three steps. So, you mean to tell me while you running, you can't stop either and turn around because he's, you can know he's coming back to you. Turn around. I <laughs> mean, and even if you run into him, the referee's not going to call that because you're making, you, turn, the you turned around the facing balls. the
0: ball. Yeah.
1: And that's what, that, that, that bothered me. Even in dry conditions, they still make these type of plays. Yeah. So, that's why it kind of kind of worries me because we still have to see the Rams. And uh nah, I don't I don't know how how mm-hmm. I don't know how we're gonna hold up there <laughs> with uh you've got uh let's see, you got um, Woods, you got Cup, you got Ben Jefferson, you got Deshaun Jackson. I and mean Cup
0: Cup been playing out his mind lately.
1: Yeah, he has man. He he's playing like he's
0: on a revenge tour right now. For real. So the, yeah. the starting running backs, though, like uh, Jonathan Taylor and um, Elijah Mitchell, they were pretty much even. They both had, like, 18 carries, 107 yards, and a touchdown. Do you think y'all should have – I mean, I know at some point you got to start throwing the ball, especially when you start playing from behind. But do you think y'all should have went back to, like, some of the running misdirection that y'all was doing in the first drive yes. to keep getting the ball yes. downfield? Because y'all, y'all had so much success with that in the first drive. I was over here getting hot. <laughs> i was like why are we being so aggressive man just stay in your <laughs> stay in your, your gap stay where you supposed to be at
1: right i just didn't understand why we didn't go back to it it just didn't make much sense to me um i will say this though one guy man, i am disappointed in with the 49ers right now i don't know if it's all the organization or most or something on him or anything like that Brandon ayuk i mean i thought he was ready to take that next step then comes into this season and I don't recognize the same – he's not the same guy he was last year. No.
0: But is it is it him or is the organization? Because, I mean, it seems like – I don't know. I guess from the beginning of the season just hearing stuff like outside, you know, looking in, hearing stuff was like kind of where they just lost faith in him. And I don't know where that came from, but like
1: – I can tell you. I, I Well, from listening to reading the tea leaves a little bit – um Kind of wasn't taking things as seriously as you probably should have in practice. Probably no, wasn't correct. practicing as hard. And that's where Sherwood took it. Sherfield, I'm sorry, took his playing time. Got that's you. why that happened because Sherfield was going hard in practice, doing all things you need to do. And now Ayuk is trying to build himself back to that level to so where he's going hard in practice every day, going this, doing that. Biggest thing he can do is when he sees Jerry Rice at the facility, he needs to be right there asking 20 million questions every single time he sees Jerry Rice <laughs> at the facility. Because he was actually he was actually at the game last night. So oh yeah. Yeah, he was there.
0: Yeah, yeah. I I had some high hopes for Brandon Ayuk this year, especially with with him and Debo Samuel being healthy. I was like, okay, 49ers receiving court might be a little, a little nasty, especially George Kittle coming back and All of that, and then he got hurt again. But like I was like, okay, 49ers may be legit. This Sunday, this Sunday night game was gonna be because I thought the Colts were gonna be a lot better than what they were this year. Um, which I still think they turn it around. I think everybody's getting uh or I know Wentz is getting healthy. The rest of our team, they especially defense, they can't get healthy to say, save their life. I swear to god, every week one of our DBs go down and we playing with like our third and fourth string DB in there. Luckily yesterday y'all wasn't able to expose it cuz it was raining if right. if it wasn't raining i think jimmy grappolo would've been able to throw all over our defense yesterday um but i thought this was going to be like one of those those big sunday night games i thought you know 49ers would be in contention for the west colts would be in contention for the afc south which i mean i guess we still are but you know i thought we would have been like 6 or 5 and 1 or something by by that point versus What two and four?
1: (laughs) I hear you, man. Right? The things on—it's kind of like with the schedule when everybody complains about the schedule and, uh, oh man, they got an easy schedule. Things like that—you don't always know what teams are going to be like. For example, Cincinnati Bengals. Nobody expected that.
0: No, no. The only thing I expected from Cincinnati was their receiving core to be nasty, and their receiving core is nasty. But I didn't expect them to be sitting here at like what, uh, five and two. Or yep. Something like that. Yeah. I didn't expect them to be sitting here five at two or five and two in the best team in the AFC. I, I didn't expect that right now, man. Because uh, they, but they've been balling. They've been balling. And when we go to the AFC and we talk about the best teams in the AFC, is it time for Kansas City to hit that panic button?
1: Man, they need to be smashing that button. <laughs> yeah, I was Watching them uh, play on Sunday. Uh-huh. honestly they they revamped their offensive line they started two rookies one of them being Trey Smith from University of Tennessee and it didn't oh they started Mike Rimmers as well I'm pretty sure Panthers fans remember him from in the Super Bowl getting ran around like a turnstile <laughs> but yeah he actually was starting hey, but that.
0: that's both Super Bowls though it was last year's and the one in uh when Charlotte or uh the what is the it the Panthers were playing yeah yeah, yeah Carolina I mean, Panthers
1: I mean, I, I, I kind of was amazed that he was out there starting for them. But here we were. Uh, he was out there starting for them, and it just offensive line did not look good. Um, they didn't really threaten running the football, and their no. defense can't stop anybody at any level. oh I, I, no, no, I won't say that. They did a good job against Derrick Henry. Just the rest of the team was, was doing whatever they wanted. So Julio, just, A.J. Yeah. Brown,
0: they was just getting whatever they wanted.
1: Yeah, I mean, honestly, it's it's funny to me that everyone talks about, oh, Derrick Henry's got to do this, Derrick Henry's got to do that. But Ryan Tannehill can make throws to, win, to, to, to beat you. I will say this, he hasn't necessarily done it at the, you know, the highest of highest levels, mm-hmm. but he has done it some of the playoffs as well. So, you know, a lot of people, like uh, a certain Stephen A. Smith, I've been saying that he can't do this, he can't do that, things like that. But I'm like, look, the man has been has been playing well. Can we just live and give him his due?
3: Yeah. And, <laughs> I I mean, I... You,
1: and, and you can't put him above. And right now, the way Patrick Mahomes is playing, he's had six straight games with interceptions. He's one of the league leaders in interceptions. So you can't really say, you know, him versus Mahomes is a wash just based off what you've seen this year
0: yeah and that that's the thing with uh with Mahomes like I don't think I think he's been pressing because you know they they've been starting off slow defense been letting up hello points and so when he gets the ball back he's pressing and then when he presses he makes mistakes you got receivers letting balls hit their hands and going into interceptions uh Tyreek Hill got a couple fumbles you know, a couple of the receivers got some fumbles, some some forced interceptions by them, too. Um, and then you give that defense back on the field who can't stop nobody. And then you get into an even bigger hole. And so I think if and like I mean, at first it was Sorensen, everybody was pointing the finger at, at Sorensen because he. He ain't good. I mean, he's just not good. And I mean,
1: well, I will say this though: he didn't have one. He had one year where he was Superman out there, but he been Clark Kent ever since.
0: <laughs> yeah, this year he been Clark Kent like like a mug every like, and, but then you put the other safety out there. I forget who who's starting now, but you put him out there, and he ain't really doing too much better. I mean, he's he's better. He's playing better, but I, mean, uh,
1: th- I think it's I think it's is it like, Thornhill? It's not, it's not Thornhill. It's uh another one. I can't remember exactly his name, but yeah, they just they, they I don't know what to say about them. Uh funniest thing I heard the other day, listening to Bomani Jones, man. He's on there talking about uh his his guy that I think his producer or a guy that does the show with him, Gabe, was on there talking. He's like, Man, Gabe, I I think you could go out there and play for the Kansas City Chiefs, man. He said, uh he said. <laughs> He said, you could, uh, he said, man, you know, you, you can put on the same jersey number as uh, Sorenson, man, and y'all could swap out, man. They wouldn't <laughs> even know. <laughs> Have me, me crying laughing. But, you know, that's how bad their defense is getting. You got people coming in, potentially talking about coming in off the streets.
0: And just in plan, plan safety. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, Tennessee held them to three points, put up 27 on them. Um, in the first half, in the first in, half. And yeah, in the, the first half. half. And then you have – I mean, I've seen people say now that, you know, you can't come into – what is it, the Nissan – what's the name of the stadium out there? Nissan Stadium. Nissan Stadium. Uh, You can't come into Nissan Stadium expecting to win because that's back-to-back weeks. They beat, like, you know, title contenders. They beat the Bills. Then they beat Kansas City. Um, Yeah. What do you think about that? (laughs) uh,
1: it, It happens every year. Every year, Titans fans get mad talking about nobody's respecting us, nobody's talking about us nationally, this, that, and the other. It happens every single year. And what <laughs> happens every single time that happens? The Titans losing. fans get humbled and lose the game. And then they mad because everybody talking about them nationally. <laughs> and they talk about them the way they want to. And I'm like, how I mean you, you can't have it both ways. Why not just don't worry about that? <laughs> Go out and play the games. Why do they have to talk about you on TV all the time? It
0: the only person makes
1: sense.
0: The only person from the Titans they need to be talking about is Derrick Henry, and that's for MVP. Like well, that, that's it.
1: I'll, I'll say this though, but even even though Derrick Henry is playing playing very very well, uh, it's three guys. I, I definitely on that defense that are playing really really well. Yeah, it's David Long Jr. Which Jam Brown, I, I'm sorry, but I think you've lost your starting spot. <laughs> and uh you've got Harold Landry,
3: mm-hmm.
1: who's leading them. I think he's got seven and a half sacks this year. So they're gonna have to break break the uh break him off a check.
3: They're yeah, for sure.
1: This this offseason.
3: For sure.
1: And then you've got uh God, your former lineman. The former lineman oh, the, Colts. the Nico Autry. Nico Autry. He has been the best defensive lineman for the Titans this year. He's played inside, he's played outside, he's bringing pressure, he's stopping people on the run. I mean, Man. Nico Autry has been great for the Titans.
0: I'm so mad we let him go, but I mean, it's not like our our defensive line has been terrible, but still like the Nico Autry would have helped a lot on our defensive line this year and we just let him go. Let him go to our our uh rival.
1: I'm sure I'm sure uh, Simmons loves it every day. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I'm pretty sure they do, too. Or he does, too, man. Um, all right. So then we had another we had another upset. Because I do consider the Titans beating the Kansas City Chiefs an upset. And I agree with you. I think Kansas City should start pushing the panic button because the, the turnovers haven't stopped. And, I mean, to me, that's been the biggest issue. Um, defense has been an issue, too. But I think the turnovers, when you have a bad defense, you can't turn over the ball like that. And so the turnovers haven't stopped. And they just look pedestrian. They look lost out there. Will they get it together? We'll see. But they still gotta play the Chargers again. They gotta play Oakland or not Oakland, but Las Vegas twice, I think now. Um yep. who looks like they're they're balling. Like it looks like they're playing really well um offensively and defensively. And so I mean they they gotta get it together because they've lost to the Bills and they lost to the Ravens this year. And speaking of the Ravens, the Bengals come out and put a in on the Ravens yeah. kind of did them like they did the Chargers last week um, right. or how the Ravens did the Chargers last week. Um, do you think that was more on the Bengals or do you think that that game was more on the Ravens?
1: I think that was more the Bengals right there. I mean, I got to give credit where credit's due. I mean,
0: for sure.
1: They they came out like Rocky versus Apollo Creed in the first Rocky. <laughs> Nobody believed in them and they was going to fight, and do what they had to do, come in the best shape they could come into Mm-hmm. Uh, and, but instead of it being a draw in the first one or whatever happened in the first one, they came out with it, with, uh, with the with haymakers. The, yes, they did. They came out with the haymakers and came out with the TK. <laughs> Man, They messed around and did anything they wanted to. They owned the Ravens. Yeah, so they did. You, and, and you got to say, you know, the, the pieces they've added has definitely helped them too. Like you got, uh, Henderson from the, uh, from the saints. They've added defensive men.
3: Mm-hmm. And then you
1: bring in Chase. You bring in a few other pieces that nobody really talks about. They're not really big time names, but they fit the persona of that defense. And now Zach Taylor is gone from being the coach on the hot seat to being a coach everyone talks about. And, you he? know the funniest, the funniest thing about him that I did not know that I found out. Did you know that uh, Sherman, that used to coach the Texas A&M and then coach Green Bay, uh-huh. that that's his that's his son-in-law.
0: Oh, I didn't know that.
1: So that's how he was getting coaching jobs at first. That's what some <laughs> people say. Some people say that's how you hey, he they coaching
0: say it's jobs. it's about who you know, not what you know. Then he so. got
1: with uh then he got with uh uh our, our boy out in the LA coaching the Rams, mm-hmm. and then he ends up boom, he's the head coach now. So a lot of people were saying he got his start and he got into coaching because he hung with the right people and he married the right woman. Some yeah. people were saying that, but <laughs> You know, hey, Hey, Duke. That isn't me. I'm just saying what people are saying.
0: (laughs) It could be true. It could be true. But like with the Bengals, man. Like I, uh, I don't know if I, I I said it last year during or like right at the end of the season, or somewhere in the middle of the season last year. And I was like, I really like the Bengals on defense. That they needed offensive line help, which they didn't. They didn't really address it, but their offensive line hasn't played bad this season. and, I mean, Jamar Chase, he he changes defenses <laughs> just, by like, by himself. Um, but I said it last year that I really liked their defense because their defense was really young. They had a really young defense um, and a really young core on defense, and they were only going to get better with time because you saw flashes of it last year, um, and you can see they are only going to get better with time. But um, in the draft, they went and got Jamar Chase, and what Jamar Chase has been – on a tear ever since he got into the league. I mean, preseason, everybody was like, oh, he can't catch. He can't catch, blah, blah, blah. And uh, since the regular season started, it's like every week, (laughs) Jamar chased the going for like 100 to 200 yards and a touchdown. Um, Like I said, he's been changing defenses on his own just because you have to roll a defense a certain way, which leaves other receivers open, like T. Higgins, Tyler Boyd, and, you know, whoever else they put out there. Uh Uzoma, the tight end, who's been he's been having a good right. season as well.
1: Might get to meet him. Might get to meet him next off season, but we'll talk about that later.
0: Said, so uh, what? what's that? You said you might have to what?
1: Might get to meet him next off season. Oh, okay, okay. But uh I mean, their offensive weapons are tight, man. I mean, they didn't really, you really, you really talk about T. Higgins, did you?
0: Yeah, oh, I didn't say T. Higgins, but no, yeah. I did say T. Higgins. I said T. Higgins, yeah, and, T. Higgins and, okay. and Tyler Boyd. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I mean, they're just deep at wide receiver. And then Joe Mixon back there, getting it in the end zone. You you know, if he can stay healthy, then there you go. And you got uh, Pirine as his backup. Mm -hmm. I mean, they've got weapons offensively. And, I mean, they can can spread you out offensively. But defensively, like you said, young defense, which is good. And then also a defense that can be molded. And one other guy there they brought last year, which was Von Bell. Yeah. From the Saints, he definitely is. Uh, has helped that team, and uh, you know, we can we're gonna see if they can continue keeping it rolling. and They can handle prosperity, because I mean that's the next level of when you start winning games, and you know people start circling there and circling the schedules to want to want to see you.
0: Yeah, to so want to see you and take you out, see right. see what you're about. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, so we'll we'll see how they how they continue on. Um. Joe Joe Burrow is playing amazingly. Uh I don't know. I mean, we we knew I, well coming into this year based off what we saw last year, we we kind of figured Joe Burrow was going to be nice because he started off nice until he got the knee injury and then all of a sudden, you know, he's out and then he comes back and he it's like he never left. Like he didn't miss a miss a beat at all. Um <laughs> but takes me to the next <laughs> the next quarterback, Justin Fields, man. What do you think about him so far?
1: Honestly, I mean, he's going to take his lumps. That's going to happen. Uh, but I just wonder, are they setting him up for success?
3: That's I don't what think I they are.
1: You know, I, yeah, it just doesn't look like they're setting him up for success. True, sure, he has to take some responsibility upon what he's doing himself, and I understand that. But he's a rookie quarterback trying to learn the league, So that's going to happen.
3: Mm-hmm. But
1: if you're a coach, set him up for success. That is the best thing you can do. If it may not pay off right then and there, but it's eventually going to pay off because he's going to learn his lessons. You're going to put he's going to get more comfortable. And then those plays that he might not be making right now, he can make those further on along the line. Yeah. And you know, just to me, they're not necessarily setting him up for success. They don't necessarily have the best line either, especially when you're signing Jason Peters when he was getting ready to retire. No. <laughs> so when that happens, yeah, you know, your offensive line is going to be pretty bad.
0: Yeah. So, and especially yeah. when you have to bench your right tackle in the middle of the game, because he's not touching his soul off the edge. <laughs> oh
1: man. He was out there like Casper. Goodness
0: man. Gracious. I don't know. I don't know if you saw the last game when they were playing the Bucks, but, uh, Le, le, I I don't know how to say his name. It's like Lachavious or something like that. Um, but he, w- Shaq Barrett was on that side, blew right past him, and I think that's oh, when Shaq Barrett caused the uh the fumble. Then JPP went on that side, blew right past him. Bruh, ain't touched not a not a piece of their jersey <laughs> or nothing. Like oh he goodness. tried to he tried to do his little kick stuff and get back and just get back, but like he didn't touch not a not a not a string of their jersey, a thread of their oh, jersey man. at all, and so uh, they benched them and they brought in like their fifth string offensive lineman.
1: Man, I tell you what, they probably he probably hoping they burn that film footage. And don't have to watch that. One. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah,
0: yeah, I I don't think they're setting up Justin Fields for success. I agree with you. I don't. Uh, I think. Matt Nagy is kind of I think trying to save himself like see I told you he wasn't ready when it's one of those things where it's like no I don't think your team was ready to even have him because your (laughs) offensive line is terrible and not saying like he was going to come in and just be the bear's savior because he's a rookie you know he's going to do rookie things make rookie mistakes that's what rookies do but when your offensive line is bad and, you know, he's having, like, 1.3 seconds back to the throw the ball, nobody can really be successful with that. And right. um, and then you do nothing to really try to help him out. Like, you don't bring the running back up to chip the, you know, the defensive end and nothing like that. You just – offensive line, you got it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, my goodness. Yeah, it's bad. But for the guy I feel most sorry for in this offense – Allen Robinson. I mean, he's just disappeared on this offense. He, he he's probably, you know, you, you may get a catch from him every now and again. But other than that, he might you might as well say he's in the witness protection program out there lining up with wide receiver.
0: I think it's I think it's on purpose though, because remember, he's on a uh on a um franchise tag this season. Yeah. So it's one of those things where like, well, you didn't perform, so we ain't gotta pay you that much. This is what you're worth. one of those things i mean
3: because it's
0: if it's been bad for him this season and if the fall off is that bad because just last year he had like a thousand yards so like if the fall off is that bad that's that's bad like that's and i don't think it is though i think it's just i think it's rookie quarterback you know uh offensive woes and they just can't get him the ball like they should be able to
1: Yep, uh, I mean, wouldn't you? Uh, the craziest thing ever, right? You have an offensive coordinator that comes from Kansas City. He's supposed to be so brilliant, but he can't scheme up getting his best wide receiver in the football. <laughs> and
0: they, they, they said Matt Nagy was a uh, what they say he's an offensive guru. Yeah, I, mm. but can't scheme up an offense to save his life.
1: Oh man, he's probably over there reading the offense for dummies, but we just don't know. It. <laughs>
0: And probably man probably I don't I don't know I don't know what's going over I have some friends that's that's uh Chicago Bears fans that I played football with in college and they they hate Matt Nagy like it's like we got to get rid of this guy because he's gonna waste Justin Fields career just like he wasted uh what's the one that was before him that just went to the, the Trubisky. Trubisky yeah Mitch Trubisky just like he I, wasted I- Mitch Trubisky Time out, time out. They said he they what he huh? They said he they, wasted they said he they I mean they say he, some people say like he was, he wasted Mitch Trubisky. Like Miss, I don't think Mitch was really that good, but he could have been better had he had somebody that was actually trying to do right by him, I guess.
1: I hear you there, but boy oh boy, um <laughs> when are we gonna learn that Mitch Trubisky could have, you know, pulled the wool over people's eyes by having a great year before he came out to the draft. When 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 are we going to, when, when are those Bears fans going to address that?
0: Hey, same thing with Daniel Jones, though. He had a great year at UNC yep. before the draft. It, then the, the Giants Here jumped up go. to like six and drafted him. So, I mean, it's the same thing about the North Carolina quarterback. It's something about the North Carolina quarterbacks, man.
1: Yeah. So what, so what you're trying to say is they need to leave Sam Howell alone, too?
0: The way he's been playing this season, I, I might not touch him. <laughs> Cause at first, I mean, before the season started, I was like, Oh, Sam Howell, Sam Howell. And I mean, granted, like their offense ain't really been that great, but like he ain't been that great either. Yeah,
1: I, I saw the first game and I was like, oh, uh, yeah, this ain't the same guy we saw last year. <laughs> so I saw the first game, I was like, Yeah, I don't know if he'd ever thrown that pass last year. Yeah, like there was some passes
0: like, he was throwing. I'm like, this ain't Sam Howell from you know, the highest the Heisman candidate, Sam Howe. This ain't him. Like right. who, who's this imposter? <laughs>
1: <'Cause it's> like, <laughs> who, this knows? Same who knows? It might have been Trubisky going back to college <laughs> with a the, the mask on after he'd been in the uh, the Bears offense.
0: <laughs> it it might be, man. I don't I don't know what it is, man. But I, all I know is that that junk is crazy. Is it, it's oh man, yeah. I, I wouldn't touch Sam Howe this year. Not this year. <laughs> oh, but what we're going to do, we're going to take a quick little break. And then when we come back, we're going to get into the week eight picks. Um, I'm going to call out the games and we're just going to make our picks on who we got winning those games. Um, but we're going to take a quick little break and then we're going to come back and get to it.
3: <clears throat> you ready? All right.
4: look, dog, I'm you need my whole aura screen telling. Yeah. I've been listening to Felix, like Griselda, yeah. and Marvin and yeah. just to make sure I'm balanced. Yeah. I'm from the way. Half of my partners is savage. The other half made it out the mud, but the taste of sludge didn't alter their palate. Okay, okay. huh? I'm a dog, I'm a beast, and your father figure. Yeah. That little P365 was just fast started pistol. Yeah. She got a scorpion too and a you just like a scorpion do. If a demon get gregarious, my little Harry don't do what accordions do. Yeah. Yeah. Huh? That means bold. I was told by the G's of yeah. Keep your lady close, make sure she can't work a pole. Yeah. But they wasn't referring to strip yeah. Hell no. I'm still with the clippers. Yeah. I done been blessed with a woman that pray heaven, yeah. but turn the back on the, the yeah. liquor. Yeah. She keeps the devil on me yeah. like the cherubim. Yeah. She make it clear the yeah. that we ain't sharing them. Yeah. I push the Yukonese yeah. like a chariot. DK yeah. a legend. Hey, we had to bury em, huh? Yeah. But that's how I be in the jungle. Yeah. I grew up around Wally's and Mongols. Yeah. Ready to jumpy? Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 I rock the stars to be humble. Yeah. I told my baby girl. She gon' have more in her head than just fall up and bundle. Yeah. Yeah. They say I'm rapping with For a show, and I can't bring my wife and my babies. I'm leaving. Big Daddy Energy speaking. <laughs>
2: Call- yeah, oh, yeah go.
0: All right, so we are back from that quick little break, and that was Toby Nwigwe, five five. Toby be spitting that heat. If y'all ain't heard it, y'all need to go check it out. And now we're just gonna go through our week eight picks. And so we got a Thursday night matchup. It's the undefeated Arizona Cardinals and the six and one Green Bay Packers, who are now without, who are probably gonna be without Devonte Adams because um, he has COVID. Or he's on the COVID list. I don't necessarily know if he has COVID or not, but I know he's on the COVID list. Um, who you got? Who you got in this game?
1: Honestly, I I, I would have thought the Packers in this one potentially, but then you got Devontae Adams that more than likely won't be there. I don't have much trust in, in any of those guys stepping up to be the number one. I mean, Randall Cobb's 105 years old. No, I don't have trust in him doing it. Uh Lazard, yeah. He's cool, but not number one. Uh, maybe if Robert Tanyan has a out-of-body experience and comes back to the 2020 version, then yeah. <laughs> but I don't have faith in Green Bay uh, winning that one, nor do I have faith in them stopping Kyler Murray in that offense. Give me Arizona going to
0: 8-0. So, you know, when when I found out Devontae Adams was was out, I was leaning towards going to Arizona. But then I realized Arizona gives up a lot of rushing yards. And, I mean, they, they have been playing a little bit better lately. You know, J, or J.J. White has been doing his thing. Um, but, I don't know, them giving up a lot of rushing yards and then, you know, they still got Aaron Jones. I, I'm leaning towards the Packers, man. I'm leaning towards the Packers this game. Uh, I mean, week in and week out, I have pretty much picked – Arizona to win. And they they've carried through, even though I still don't trust them. They've carried through week to week. But <laughs> I know I say this every week. I don't trust them, man. Just because they broke my heart last year. So because they broke my heart last year, you know, it's hard to build that trust back up. But uh I'm taking, I think I'm gonna take the Packers this week to, to beat Arizona on Thursday night. It's a short week, two teams that don't really know each other. Um, a veteran quarterback who's pretty much seen it all. Versus, what third year, third year quarterback, Kyler Murray. This is third year.
3: Yeah,
1: it's third year.
0: Yeah. Um. So yeah, I, I'm taking Green Bay, man.
1: Well, you know, I, I you can take Green Bay, but you know, one thing I will say <laughs> is this: please give them uh, a couple things for me. That'd be some skates. You know, sit them outside of the of the the locker room because they that's what they're gonna be on all <laughs> night long trying to catch Kyler Murray. <laughs>
0: Try to catch a little old collar. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right, so then we got a divisional game. The Carolina Panthers versus the Atlanta Falcons on Sunday. Who you are you taking in that one?
1: I'm going to go with the Atlanta Falcons. Yes, I said it, the Atlanta Falcons. We, I'll we, say this because we on that one. the offense, I mean, they're finally getting caught, uh, uh, a pitch and ball. Yep. They're getting – really starting to come around a little bit more. I mean, and Patterson is giving them what you need in terms of, you know, receiving out of the backfield. Not necessarily running, but, you know, receiving out of the backfield. They get a little bit of a running game. Hello, Mike Davis. Hello, Mike Davis. They get a little bit of a running game. Then this could get real ugly. And then you might hear the crowd yelling for Deshaun Watson.
0: I'm right there with you on the Falcons. I'm picking the Falcons to win this game. Like you said, they've been getting Kyle Pitts involved, and you know I gotta I gotta walk back my comments on Kyle Pitts because I said I didn't think he was gonna be this generational talent that everybody was trying to make him look, make him seem to be. Because he, I mean, granted he's like six six, he ran like a what a four four forty or whatever, and I mean he's an he's an athlete, but it was just one of those things where it's like okay we've seen. We've seen tight ends that can do these type of types of things. But Kyle Pitts is showing that he he's one of those one of those tight ends that's gonna be top tier in this league. And um, I thought he was gonna be good. I just didn't think he was gonna be like, you know, how they trying to how they try to make him when he was getting drafted. But nah, he he's getting involved. He had like 163 yards and like six catches last week, <laughs> or so, something crazy like that. So uh yeah, I got Atlanta winning this game. The offensive line has been better. Matt Ryan's throwing the ball downfield. All, all that needs to happen is Calvin Ridley really just got to show up this game. And if Calvin Ridley really shows up this game, I think it could be an easy blowout. Well, I
1: will say this, though. One thing um, one thing that could throw this all off is Stefan Gilmore steps on that field Sunday for the Carolina Panthers.
0: Yeah, that, that would probably be one thing that throws us off. But then it's also how is he? Is he, is he the Stefan Gilmore that won defensive player of the year in 2019 or is he still going to be hobbled by that that uh, that quad injury a little bit?
1: That's a good question. That's a good question. Uh, you know, I will say this. Uh, if, if Carolina's to win, it's going to be a low-scoring game. Yeah. It can't be a high-scoring game thing, and then win.
0: No. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Then we got the Buffalo Bills or Miami at Buffalo. Um, we got the Dolphins taking on the Buffalo Bills. I'm assuming we have the same pick on this game, but who you got?
1: I got the Miami Dolphins. No, if you believe that one, you're you crazy. But uh, I've got uh, the Buffalo Bills winning that game. Uh, I, I'll say they're going to put up at least 30 points in this game. It could get ugly.
0: Yeah, this, and this is the second time they're playing them because they played them in week two, and they beat them 35-0. to zero. So, yeah, right. I, think, I think it'll get pretty ugly this week because they're playing them at home. So I mean, I think Buffalo is gonna have the upper hand in front of Bill's mafia and they gonna they're gonna going take full advantage of that.
1: I'll say this, uh there'll probably be a lot of broken tables in the park lot uh celebrating. <laughs> you, know, you know they like to be, you know, they like they think they're WWE wrestlers up there in, in the during yeah. uh, their, you know, during their uh
0: tailgating. So
1: gonna be a lot of broken tables and celebrating <laughs> the Bills winning that game.
0: <laughs> All right, then we got your San Francisco 49ers heading to Chicago to take on the Bears.
1: Oh boy. Let's see. I'll go with I'll go with the 49ers winning this game just because they can bring pressure and the Chicago offensive line is like uh, you know, they they you know, people pass by them like the turn like people pass by the turnstiles in New York trying to catch the subway. <laughs> so I'll say the 49ers will win this game on the strength of that
0: alone. I I was going to say, you know, people pass by them, like driving through yellow lights. You know, you got to speed up, (laughs) go go right through. (laughs) (laughs) I got the 49ers winning this game too, man. I I got them. That was one of the things that I was thinking about because I'm like, dang, um, what's going to be the determining factor? And I think their offensive line versus you all's pass rush, Joey Bosa, like – Who's going to stop him, right? Who's going to stop him from getting back to the Justin Fields? I don't really see it happening. Um, so yeah, I, I gotta go with y'all on in this game. Um, There's gonna be
1: some buckeye Buckeye crime that game
3: unfortunately.
0: <laughs> <laughs> All right, then we got the Cleveland Browns, uh, another divisional game, Pittsburgh at Cleveland. Um, who, who are you taking in this one? Cleveland, well, I think, oh, still ain't going to have Baker. But they get Nick Chubb back. Yep, that's what I was about to say.
1: Nick Chubb might be walking around with an S on his chest this game. Because he going to get about 20 carries, 20, 25 carries. Kareem Hunt ain't there either? Oh, man, he probably slobbing at the mouth right now. This <laughs> so, he's going to get 100-plus yards. He's going to give me one or two touchdowns. And the Browns are going to control this game and beat the Steelers.
0: That, so I picked. I did pick the Browns for this game. To beat the Steelers. Um, now the Stillers, you know, they're gonna try to run the ball with Najee Harris, they're gonna try to get him, get him going, doing his thing. But with Nick Chubb coming back in case Keenum not playing terribly, then I don't I don't know what happened with Juice. I don't know if Juice is gonna play this game, but you still got Odell. Um, if they can ever get him involved, which seems like they just can't, but you know, who knows? But then you got the the uh the Ernest Johnson. I think he'll be able to spell Nick Chubb you know, a little bit, too. So, like, let Nick Chubb come on some breathers. And then, I mean, there's a fall off because, you know, you, it's Nick Chubb. But Dearness Johnson can still get it done, as we saw against the Broncos. He can, he can still get back there and tote that rock. So, I got the Browns winning this game as well, um, beating the Steelers in the divisional game. Then we got Philadelphia, Detroit. This one was hard for me to pick. But who you, who you got?
1: Man, uh, you know, I got Seriani, you know, finding a game plan that works. But, you know, I I don't – I honestly don't think they beat the Lions. I think that the Philadelphia Eagles will lose to the Detroit Lions and they will win their
0: first game of the year. Dang, man, we we on the same wavelength, man, because that's why I picked the (laughs) the Lions to win this game because I'm like – I just don't like what I see in Philly. Philly, everybody tried to sell me that Carson Wentz was the issue in Philly last year. Carson Wentz is gone, and Philly is still the same Philly as they were last year.
1: I'll I'll say the biggest issue with Philly right now is a few different things offensively. Sirianni doesn't know how to use Jalen Hurts
3: at all. He doesn't. He tries
1: to make him a pocket passer, and I'm like, dude, just use him in a myriad of different ways. RPO. Use him the rollouts. like the, like he, the Ravens first started him.
0: using Lamar.
1: Right. Right. Use them that they, way. They they, they don't use him correctly. He forgot that, that Miles Sanders was his running back. Of course, he got injured <laughs> last game. I was going to say until no. last
0: game, he got five yeah. carries in the first drive and then got hurt.
1: Right. Right. He forgot that he had Miles Sanders back there. And then he's throwing at some of these wide receivers like they just all pros out there. I'm like, he, just give them a simplified offense. <laughs> Few things find out you do well. That's all you need to do. That will make your offense better by itself. But I don't think he'll be able to do that. I think the Lions are going to play harder than them. That, you know, that's the one thing the Lions have been doing all year. They may they, not they have won a game, harder. but they're going to fight
3: the
0: entire game. Like the coach said,
1: they're going to be biting kneecaps and everything <laughs> and whatever, so – you know, maybe that, that'll work for them this game, but you know, hopefully they don't get no personal
0: fouls by no kneecaps. But yeah, um, I mean they oh, kept man. it they kept it close against the Rams. They went for it, you know, on fourth down, got got a couple of them on fake punts. Um onside kept kick. their drives, onside kicks. Like they were yeah. they were being very aggressive. I think they stick with that game plan. And with that game plan against a good team, you're probably gonna lose. But that game plan against a bad team, you might come out victorious, and that's why I picked the Lions to win this game. Because they're gonna right. they're gonna play aggressive. They play hard for Dan Campbell. He believes in his team, and you can they you can tell they'll run through a wall for him. They may not be that good, but they'll run through a wall for Dan Campbell. And I That's think right. that'll that'll get them a dub at least one this season.
1: Right. I wonder what that celebration gonna be like in that locker room. <laughs> you know, I, I just wonder. I'm I'm I mean, I, looking at looking at their coach, it wouldn't surprise me if he got a whole bunch. If you know, not no champagne and stuff like that. They're going to have a bunch
0: of 12-packs in there. He looks like he look like a 12-pack kind of coach. Hey, he do. He do. He do like a 12-pack kind of coach. Like some like doing some Steve Austin stuff, smashing the fans against <laughs> right, your
3: head. Right.
0: <laughs> That's Dan Campbell for sure. All right. So now we have the Tennessee Titans heading to Indianapolis, Indiana, take on my Colts. Who you got taking this game? Last time they met, Carson Wentz was coming off of two ankle sprains. Yep. This time Carson Wentz seems to be healthy, playing a lot better. Who you who you taking?
1: Man, you might have thought Carson Wentz was dancing, man, but he was just hobbling last
3: week. I mean, last time they <laughs> played, but uh <laughs> um I'll say this. Uh
1: I could see the t- the Titans winning this game by a field goal. Mhm. That it's going to be a close game in this one. I don't see a blowout happening. Um, you know, if it's if it starts leaning towards a blowout, then yeah, the, the Titans will lose this game. But the biggest thing in this game is the running game. Yeah. For the Colts. If the Colts get the running game going, then the Titans are gonna have some problems. Mm-hmm. If they don't, then that means Carson Wentz is gonna to have to play Hero Ball. And we all know what happens. When Carson Wentz tries to play hero
0: ball. See, that's when Carson so, Wentz tries to play hero yeah. ball with zero receivers, though. Carson Wentz got some receivers now, man.
1: He got some receivers, but you know, Carson also tends to to make some 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 careless decisions. He, he when does. He has to play hero ball. He does. So, so that's why I'm like, you know, at that point, I'm like, mm, you know, I'll 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 stick with the with the the Titans winning this game and a close one. And also another thing to pay attention to is uh where Jack Rabbit is on the field, Jack Rabbit Jenkins. If Jack Rabbit Jenkins is on a speedy wide receiver or some of that nature, he's okay. Now if they match him up against uh Pittman Jr., oh he no, gonna, that's, barbecue he's over there. <laughs> that's barbecue chicken That's barbecue chicken. Because you know, with big physical, physical wide receivers, he can't do anything with he can't. speedy wide
0: receivers. Oh, he's cool. <laughs> mm-hmm. So I can't pick against my team. I'm going with the Colts. But also, I I have reasoning by it, not just because they're my team. But the first game we had against them, we lost by nine. It was 25 to, what, 16. Carson Wentz was hobbled on those because he was just coming off that game against the Rams. Um, where he sprained both his ankles on one play. How you managed to do that, I have no idea. But... Now he did
1: on two separate plays. He did oh, one it in the first half, plays. one so the I first... keep hearing different so things. things. Yeah, 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 Collinsworth was, kind of, Collinsworth was wrong on that one. But, you know, he sprained it in one in the first half, one in the second
0: half. Okay, okay. So, yeah, so – but I'm, I'm taking Indy in this game um, because on some of the plays – in the first game, I mean, granted, Tennessee has, their defense has gotten a little bit better since the first game, but some of the players in the first game um, where Carson Wentz couldn't run, but he had the lane to run. Now Carson Wentz feels more comfortable with running the ball just because he's getting healthier. Um, really, for me, it depends on who we got back there at corner because if we get hurt at corner again, <laughs> then, you know, is barbecue chicken alert. Because Julio and AJ gonna have their way, um. But if we if we have like you know if we have our corners healthy, if Rocky Sin comes back, um. Xavier Rose is there, and um. What's the the little one that's been balling? I can't even think of the Rocky Sin. No, not Rocky Sin. The other one, Rocky Sin, one of our bigger ones, huh? Any more? No. Uh. Hold on. Not Azar. Kenny Moore. Yeah, yeah. Kenny Moore. That's who it is. So if if Kenny Moore is good, if he's healthy, then, you know, we good. But um, like you said, run game is going to be important if we can establish the run game, which I think we should be able to, because first game, I think Jonathan Taylor had like 80 something yards on the ground. Um, he was able they to did. get going. Yeah. And so I think it's going to be I think it's going to be good. We playing back home. We playing in the dome. So we ain't got to worry about natural, you know, natural stuff. We ain't got to worry about rain, snow, none of that. So we'll be good. Hopefully T.Y. can come back. We'll see what happens with that. I know he's battling that quad injury or whatever he had going on. Because um, T.Y. can go out there and cook some Titans real quick too.
1: He could potentially. I, I still think he he's still not the same guy.
0: Nah, he's not the same he, at all.
1: I'll, uh, I'll also tell you, i say this. One thing that is very, very concerning about the Colts Look who they replaced Julian Blackman with.
0: Oh, I, I know. Sendejo. Sendejo.
1: <laughs> so if they mess around and put him out there on Sunday with no, with no rain or nothing to slow down people getting at him, boy, oh boy. <laughs> Man, that's all I'm gonna say. Is boy, oh boy, because Sendejo ain't it. <laughs>
0: he's he's not it. He's not, but we don't have anything else. Everybody's on IR, everybody's hurt. It, so hopefully we can get somebody. I mean, they had what's the do? Oh, Bo, there is nobody. <laughs> Bo Peake Keys, but he plays corner. So yeah, like we they don't have nobody to safety that game. He gonna have to play safety that game or something. But, it's uh, they 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 gonna get that sendeho. Oh no, nah, for sure they gonna get that sendeho for sure. All right, so then we got the Bengals going to New York to play the Jets. I'm pretty sure we got the consensus on that one. Um, <laughs> the Joe, Fl-
1: Joe, they traded for the immortal Joe Flacco today. The just the Jets
0: did? Oh, they needed. From, they needed. Oh, yeah, they did do a quarterback because what's his name is hurt.
1: Yeah, and they were gonna. Yeah, they so they basically they they got Joe Flacco coming back there.
0: Boy, Joe Flacco gonna go put on a show?
1: No, nah, uh, Flacco gonna gonna be Flaccoing.
0: <laughs> so yeah, I, I, we got we both got the Bengals on that one, right? Yeah, that's just a walkover. That's a, that's the <laughs> walkover. That's the walkover for the Bengals. Uh, then we got the Rams going to Houston, take on to the, take on the Texans. I uh, will
1: say it'll, it'll be interesting just for a smidgen, just because. Lovey just Smith, like they like, always yeah. make it. Yeah. Yeah, Lovey Smith the latest offense. Uh, I mean, oh oh hold on hold on. I will take that back. Tyrod Taylor might be back for this game, so it might get interesting this game.
0: Oh, if, if Tyrod's back, then yes, I will say it gets interesting. I have to see what happens. But I'm going with the Rams until I find out what's going on with Tyrod Taylor. Then I'll he make another be, he,
1: actually, he Actually, I'm reading up. He might be back. If, if Tyrod Taylor plays, I give the Texans a, a, a good shot to maybe, maybe make some magic out. Maybe.
0: Oh, yeah. They say he returned to practice this week.
1: Oh, yes. I, I'll say this. I'm gonna pick that as
0: my upset of the week. The Texans are going to beat the Rams. Okay. So like I, I said, I'm, I'm, I'm
1: rolling with I'm rolling with TT
0: on this one. I'm sticking with the Rams until until Tyrod until I get the 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 you know the nod that Tyrod Taylor is the starter. Because uh-huh. if it's Davis Mills, then the Rams take this. But if Tyrod Taylor is coming in to play, like you said, it could get interesting. Because he brings a whole new dynamic to the game. When he's back there, a quarterback. I'll,
1: so, I'll, I'm gonna say if Tyrod Taylor is playing, they'll win the game. I'll just leave it at that. If he's I, not I playing, I might, then no.
0: I might roll with you on that one. I might roll with you on that one. If Tyrod's <laughs> in, I might roll with you on, on Houston taking that game. Because I think honestly, with Tyrod in, they could have taken a lot of these games they've been playing in, that were, that were pretty close at certain points in time. I think Tyrod gets because they would have beat the Browns if Tyrod would have stayed in. I think. Right. Right. But, uh, exactly. Okay, now we got New England going out to Los Angeles to take on the Chargers. Um, who you got in this game?
1: Willing going out to face the Chargers? Hmm. Uh, I'll take uh I'll take the Chargers in this one. I That's started to want to take New England, but I was like, nah, I don't think Mac Jones will have a game like that again. The only now, thing I will say this if the if the if the Patriots change their their approach to the game to running the football. They got a great chance to win. That's that that's game.
0: exactly what I was about to say. The only thing that worries me about this game is that the Patriots, if the Patriots stick to running the ball, they have a good chance. They have a good chance in this game. And just Mac Jones is make a couple of throws that he needs to make. Then the Patriots have a good chance to win this game. If Damian Harris can get going, and uh, you know, get some stuff going against the Chargers, then. I could see them winning this game, but I'm, I'm going with the Chargers. but the Patriots could easily upset. That's true. They could easily upset. So this is the game I will be at this weekend. Jacksonville Jaguars Halloween Sunday versus the Seattle Seahawks. I will be at this game only because my son's mom got tickets and she, uh, She's taking my son, and she asked me if I wanted to go because this would be his first football game. So she asked me if I wanted to go, and I told her I would go. So I told her I was go I was gonna go as a Jaguars fan, <laughs> but oh my I don't own, I don't I don't own any Jaguars gear. I mean, it's Halloween; you gotta dress up, right? But I don't <laughs> I don't own any Jaguars gear. So, that, but that was gonna be my costume. I was gonna be a Jaguars no, fan. You can
1: still do it. You can still do it. You know why? Why? Man, go to your grocery store and get your bag, man. Put that <laughs> over here. Your Jaguars.
0: <laughs> so, who are you taking in this game? Seahawks defense looked a little bit better tonight. Maybe they, you know, continue that path next week. I don't know. But who you who you got in this game?
1: They're not losing to the to the Jacksonville Jaguars. They're not losing to Urban Meyer. No, <laughs> that's not going to happen. I will say the Seattle Seahawks will win this game and they will disguise their defense will disguise themselves as their championship defense from back in the day.
0: I think Jaguars make it interesting, but I think it'll oh, make it interesting. I think the Seahawks will win this game. Mm-hmm. Jaguars oh, yeah. make it interesting, but Seahawks win this game easily, even with Geno Smith at the helm of the offense.
1: But here's the thing, though. They're not gonna put Geno into those positions. They're gonna actually be playing with the lead, and Jacksonville's gonna to try to come back. That so, that
0: is true. That so is Geno's
1: true. Not, Geno's not not gonna have to go out there and win a game because you know we all know Geno's gonna hold that ball when the game comes. Uh, maybe maybe to that means
0: that uh, Alex Collins actually gets some touches this game then. Yeah, he,
1: he didn't get he didn't get as many touches as I thought he would. I
0: didn't That's think. So. Yeah, they held him out then the whole first half. He started the first drive, and then they didn't start running him until the end of the se- the first half.
1: They fell in love with Rashad Penny. I
0: don't know why. I don't know what they see in this guy. Like I don't know what they see in Rashad Penny. Besides, I like Rashad.
1: I like Rashad Penny, but he just doesn't fit them. Yeah, He doesn't fit them.
0: I mean, He's he not doesn't... their style of running back. He doesn't fit running the ball because he always get hurt. Like
1: yeah, that's true. That's true too. <laughs> I mean, because uh, remember when uh, ProSize was there. Yeah, Run the football. He's the same way. He always got hurt
0: too. Always got, but that's all the running backs. Ever since Marshawn, they've been trying to recapture that Marshawn, and they can't. They can't recapture it. every running. Thomas Rawls, C.J. Right. Proceis, uh Chris Carson, Carson uh, Rashad Penny. The only ones that's been healthy is D.J. Dallas and Travis Homer out of the U. Because you know, they, well they, but well, they, they mostly scat backs. Yeah, point. they are mostly
1: scab bags. So they're not <laughs> even carrying
0: the ball like that.
1: Thing that's thing that's funny to me is, man, it's almost like they're trying to. It, it, this is the way I view it, just looking at it. They have Wolverine and running back, and they keep trying to recreate another Wolverine, but they just keep messing up the formula. <laughs> so that's why I keep looking at it with with them trying to, you know, recreate, you know, Marshawn.
0: Pretty much, that's that's what I think too, man. And it, it just doesn't work for them because no, their bodies aren't. It, it it can't take. I guess the beating that Marshawn Marshawn's body took. I guess even down the stretch he had back injuries, but he could still he still went out there in beast mode on everybody.
1: Right, right. I mean Wolverine gonna do that.
0: Yeah, for sure. <laughs> so then we got uh, the Washington football team versus the Denver Broncos. Who who you got, man?
1: Oh boy, it's almost like man, uh, give me some cold soup or. Like a burnt, a burnt, you know, just a burnt sandwich, man. I don't even really want, but I'm just hungry.
3: <laughs> so
1: let's see. I don't know, man. Just hmm.
0: let me think. I'm thinking on this one. Uh, let me see. They got they got Denver as the favorites. Is this in Denver? This game. It in is. Denver? It is in Denver.
1: Oh yeah, I'm gonna go with Denver then. I'm gonna go with Denver. I'll go with Denver then on
0: that one. I'm going with Washington. <laughs> I'm, I'm going with Washington. I don't know. I can't care.
1: even be mad. I can't even be mad because I'm just like, you know, <laughs> I mean, Denver ain't ain't beat a good team.
3: Mm-mm.
1: Washington football team ain't a good team. Oh, uh, but then again, you know, I don't know. Uh I, I got this uh one Denver fan that keeps coming at me about if Drew Lock was in uh, leading this team, they'd be undefeated or winning games or something. I'm like, look,
0: I don't think they'd be undefeated. I don't know if I think they would really be in the same situation they're in now. To be right, honest.
1: exactly, they would be. They would be. That's why I'm like, you know, it, it just cracks me up and amazes me that this guy believes that Drew Lock is the answer. Still,
0: <laughs> I don't. I don't know what to think about Drew Lock anymore. I don't know. I do. <laughs> <laughs> He's not it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So we got the Tampa Bay Buccaneers heading to New Orleans to play. Um, I believe Tampa Bay is the they're the favorites in this game. Yeah, they're they're the favorites in this game by four and a half points. Who you got in this one?
3: Mm, yeah, I'm
1: gonna go with Tampa Bay on this one. I thought about trying to say New Orleans on that one, but I just couldn't fix my
0: mouth to actually spit that out. <laughs> So, no. It just, I, I, Sorry, Damien. Sorry, Damien. I got to go with Tampa Bay as well. Um, I just don't see it happening. I, I don't. I mean, Tampa's defense ain't really that good. But I think they can get some things done. Um, I think Tampa will be able to, to – yeah, Tampa pull this one out. Oh, oh,
1: here's the thing I look at. Tampa's got – Bad defensive backs, in this with mean they've they got injuries all in their defensive backfield. Mm-hmm. But who on the Saints is gonna just consistently punish them for having bad defensive backs? I think that's why yeah. I was like, you know, the one weakness they can't really exploit, they all can't the time. really
0: expose. And, it,
1: and it, yeah,
0: what Michael Thomas ain't coming back no time soon, he ain't walking through that door no time soon. So, no, nah, man, he ain't mind, mind
1: me, biting it up in there no, more, no time soon. <laughs>
0: And so for the Sunday night game, we got Dallas versus the Minnesota Vikings. They're playing in Minnesota. And uh, I don't know what to think about this game. Who you, who you got? Well,
1: you know, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to side with our resident uh, Dallas Cowboys fan. You know who I'm talking about, Ashley mm-hmm. Baker. She said she was very concerned about this game with Dallas, and she thought this against, I'm um, sorry, Minnesota. Mm-hmm. And she thought this might be the game to go down.
0: Might be the trap And game. the more
1: I see them play in terms of the Cowboys versus the, the Vikings, I'm starting to lean towards what she said. I'm going to pick the Minnesota Vikings to win this game against my better judgment because Kirk Cousins is the quarterback of the Vikings. But he's been good and done in overtime.
0: First so, Cousins.
1: Yep, there you go.
0: He been get, he gets it done, man. And over time, whenever he needs to, he gets it done. He gets them in position to win games. It's up to that kicker to make the field goals. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> um, I I'm I'm like split right in between. Like I don't really know because I want to believe that the Cowboys are good, but their defense is not good. They're just very optimistic. I can't even say the word. Opportunistic. <laughs> there we go. Thank you. <laughs> so uh, you know they take advantage of of the opportunities, and so uh, <laughs> Trayvon Diggs, where well, he got seven interceptions already through six games. Um, I think the Vikings exposed that though. I I got to go. I think I'm taking the Vikings too, man. I think I'm leaning towards the Vikings as well. Um, just cause I don't trust Dallas's defense. And so against teams that can actually get it done on offense and you still got Dalvin cook, you got Justin Jefferson, Adam Thielen out there balling. We got, we got both of the white boy receivers out here balling this season. You got Adam Thielen and Cooper cup out there getting it done on the field. So, you know, like, I don't know. I got to go. I, I got to go with the Vikings.
1: I'll, I'll, I'll also say that, uh, I mean, as far as the – the my the, not the Miami defense, but the Dallas defense, they've been getting it done. They definitely have. But with Trayvon Diggs, one thing I, I will say that can get him, and as we saw in the uh, New England Patriots game, a double move. A double move can get him. So just basically – He's, he's I, very I aggressive. Yeah, very much. Very much aggressive. And he likes to run the routes for the wide receiver. Because,
3: I mean, he used
1: to be one. So, mm-hmm. you know, I could definitely see that part of it. But you do have to give him a couple of double moves to kind of loosen him up. He won't be as aggressive after that.
0: For sure. For sure. Yeah. I... Yeah, man. They're opportunistic. So, like, that's the only thing that scares me about that defense. Because they create turnovers. They just aren't a really good defense when it comes to stopping the run or the pass. But they create turnovers. So that's one of the things. It's that bend but don't break defense, you know? And sometimes you actually do break. But we'll, we'll see what happens on Sunday night. But, yeah, I'm taking the Vikings. I'm riding with the Vikings. Um, Last game of the week, Monday night game, Kansas City Chiefs, New York Giants. New York's going to Kansas City. And the Giants have surprised against a couple of teams. You don't know what Daniel Jones you're going to get. <laughs> so
1: so, he's the, so you, what are you saying? He's the Forrest Gump of quarterbacks?
0: <laughs> you never know <laughs> the box of chocolate of quarterbacks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, like you, you, but like, I mean, every weekend and week out, you never know what you're going to get from Daniel Jones. You could get the Daniel Jones that turned the ball over three times, or you could get the Daniel Jones that goes out there and looks like the sixth overall pick. <laughs> and like you just never know so who do you have winning this game we know kansas city has been turning the ball over left and right and you know that gets them in trouble who who you got
1: i'll say this uh it'll actually be a close game for a little while um of course the chiefs defense is not very great uh the Giants' defense hasn't been very great
3: either Mm -mm.
1: uh I think somewhere, somehow, some way, Kansas City uh, gets enough out of the running game and passing game to win this one because neither team is like you know scary defensively. So, could be both teams in the twenties, in the high twenties or low thirties for uh, the outcome. If that's the case, I trust the team that actually uh, is used to putting up big points, opposed to one that's that's outside their norm putting up big points.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I got, I got Kansas city in this game too. Um, I know that I think that the giants may be getting uh, Tony back. Kadarius Tony back this week. Um, they got Slayton back. I think this week or this, this past week. Yeah. Cause Slayton had five catches this past game. Um, I don't know what was going on with Sterling Shepard. I know he's close to returning. It's, if they get back all their receivers, I think the Giants are going to be scary against Kansas City because I don't think you really have anybody that can guard all of their receivers. That's um, true. And so I think they'll be able to put up points, but once again, I don't know what Daniel Jones you get. Um, I'm going with the Chiefs, but I think the Chiefs could be on upset alert. Yeah, if the
1: Chiefs lose this game, man. Is the sky gonna be falling in Kansas City.
0: Yeah, and I mean, it's really not an upset because the Chiefs are like three and three and four. But because we expect the Chiefs to be so good, to me, if New York beats them, then it's an upset. So I think, it's a, I think the Chiefs should be on upset alert. But I think the Chiefs win this game. But I think it could very well go the other way.
1: Yeah, I agree with you. It could go the other way. Yeah, like you said, we don't know which uh, Daniel Jones is going to show up. So,
0: yeah. Because if we get the Daniel Jones that played against uh, against the uh, the Panthers, I think they could win this game. But if we get the Daniel Jones that played against the uh, the Cowboys, then it's, it's not going to be that close. <laughs> well, he's going to be concussed too. Yeah, he's gonna be. He's uh, he gonna be concussed too. yeah, so.
1: just I don't, yeah, I, I yeah, I, I'm not I'm not sure what to make of it. Though.
0: Yeah, me neither. Hopefully, hopefully, it just be it's a good game. It's a Monday night game, so I'm hoping it's gonna be good. But you know, who knows? We'll see what happens. But that's all I have for for y'all, man. Might go ahead and tell them where they can find you at again. Um, Touring the AFC South, all of that where they can find you at and everything, man. Well,
1: you can find me on Twitter at Mike Patton 82. Uh, that's Mike Patton 82, 82, M-I-K-E-P-A-W-T-O-N 82. Uh, and also you can find me on Twitter ASC South every Thursday uh, morning. Usually the show is out on all listening
0: platforms. And man, I want to thank you for coming on. I know I've been on your show a few times. Um, Thank you for for having me on your show. Also, thank you for coming on mine and and blessing the show. Um, Had a lot of fun. So until next time, man, y'all be easy.
3: Peace.